the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody for that matter teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here, Monday through Friday, on the word Columbus at 1020 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out all our resources on our website and many deal with the school's issues for parents and grandparents, and you can learn more by going to missionamerica.com. So why is the left targeting kids in the public schools? Is the goal to change these young lives or change America or change the Christian witness in America or all of the above? My guest today, and I will discuss this and so much more, Steve Fiesel is an ordained minister in an evangelical denomination where he served as pastor. He has taught as an adjunct professor of business at various universities. He produced three award-winning faith-based documentaries on social issues, including the pro-life side of abortion. Besides holding a degree from seminary, he has an MBA from Arizona State University. His first published book uh, was done with Dr. Carol Swain, and his most recent book is co-authored with Mike Huckabee, and he can tell us all about that. He and his wife, Edith, have two grown sons and five grandchildren. They reside in Ohio, and his website is visionword.com, and he has a blog, which is FieselFrontline.com. Welcome, Steve, to Mission America Radio. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, I'm so glad to have connected with you at a recent pro-family meeting, uh, and I had not met you before, even though you've been in Ohio for many years, and I'm 
I'm so sorry that we hadn't connected before, but I'm glad to know you now. Just before we talk about the subjects we're going to talk about and then your books and all the many things you've done, uh, tell us how you got started on these social issues. I mean, you're a pastor, but as we know, many pastors don't get involved in talking about or writing about these issues. So what, what prompted you to get involved? Well, uh, we're in a call for war, and I really feel that uh, the church has to exist and operate in the culture in which we live, and it's going uh, down the road toward more uh, darker ways and even evil ways, and I thought, if we're going to have a better atmosphere in which to present our Christian message, we've got to change the culture. And, uh, and it's Breitbart that says that politics follows culture. And if we don't get up and change some of the cultural trends that's going on, we're not going to have a very uh, friendly environment in which to communicate our faith. Exactly. That is really, really well said. Um when I think about, you know, how so so often it seems to me that churches and many Christians are taking for granted that things will always be what they've been, and that is not going to be the case, and it is not currently the case, right? We have to make our witness known and make a difference in the culture at large, or we will be silenced. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of Christians have uh, gotten the attitude of just retreating into their spiritual bunker. And yeah, exactly. they haven't gotten really uh, in, involved in what's happening out there culturally or po- politically. And politics makes a difference. It used to be, back in 1960, I can remember, both parties had a lot of things in common. Both were pro-life, both were sanctity of marriage, and both were even uh, in took a financial approach of lowering taxes to stimulate economy. There's nothing that the two parties have in common in this day and age, especially in the social issues. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's very well said. Um, tell us before we forget about it, uh, you you have a new book. You've done two books now with Mike Huckabee. Tell us the name of the latest one, which is just now coming out on Amazon, I yeah, think. Yeah, well, um, uh, he didn't co-author this one with me. He did write the foreword. Okay. And I wrote this one, and it's called Voting Christian Values, and the subtitle is Reclaiming Our Moral Heritage, because the founders really wanted the Christian influence to remain even into the halls of government. Somebody says, well, religion and politics don't mix. Well, the founders wanted them to mix, because that's why they said our rights were inalienable rights that came from God, and they said, we're going to establish a nation based upon that fact that we want to be able to pursue our God-given rights and not be oppressed by a monarchy. So therefore, we're going to set up a whole new country based on the fact that religiously our rights come from God. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You have uh, written and spoken extensively about the corruption of American children through the schools, through sex ed, through the media and elsewhere. So um, why do you think so much attention is being paid to sexualizing children and corrupting them and turning them away from uh, hating America even? Well, that's ground zero. I I think 
Christianity is in the crosshairs, this is a political strategy of the left because the more Christian a person becomes, the more likely they are to vote for a conservative candidate. So you have the liberal left. They can say, hey, we will get the evangelical children, and we'll even let their parents pay the tax dollars in our school. But we will go after them in school, and we will change them there in school because if we can control them at school five days a week, the church gets them one day a week, we can win that, and we can actually grow up a whole new voting block that will be in favor for us. And if we can accept them to accept sexual immorality as the norm, that will help them leave their faith, and that will give them over to us as a voting block. So you I know, think it's a political yeah. strategy. Mm-hmm. It it is uh, for an awful lot of people in the schools, the teachers and administrators. It is, I think, for because of that, and because of groups like the National Education Association, the horrible teachers unions that's so that who are promoting so much of the left wing agenda. It seems to have opened the door to people with an even darker, predatory nature in our schools. I mean, are you shocked at how many? St- students and and teacher uh, issues there are where where teachers are having relations with their students or your teachers are being arrested for uh, uh, pornography possession and so on. Uh, tell us what you think about what what happens when we open the door, what kind of people come in? Well, I've, I've told people back in 1951 when I started the first grade, prayer was legal in schools and pornography was not. Now it's the other way around. And it's really tragic that that it, it is that way. And uh, have you ever noticed too that when there is a exploitation of a police officer on a um, victim, of, which they think is a victim of crime, actually they're a criminal, and police maybe use uh, more brutality than they should. They say defund the police, but I've never heard anybody say when a teacher has done something sexually wrong to a student to defund the schools Mm -hmm. or or defund the teachers' unions or anything like that. So they seem to get a a pass on that. But I think this is just a natural thing when you have so much secularization of our culture and that the darkest day, I think, and one of the darkest days, I should say, in our nation is June 25, 1962, when prayer was said to be unconstitutional in our schools, and 79% of the people disagreed with that court decision. But ever since then, our schools have been taken over by sinister forces, and this is just a natural happening that you would expect to take place. But with our nation being, you know, so divided, um, you know, I, there are many people, many there are many speculations about why that is now and why... Um, why God has allowed that. I, do you think that the huge divide is God just showing us uh, where we are? And if uh, if so, is there a way that we can reclaim some ground? Well, if you look at the, at the Bible, there were times when the minority was right, and they had to stand against some of the idol worships that the kings and all were, were putting out. And minority people had to speak truth to power, and, and that may be our role for day, uh, today as, as Christians. And somebody say, well, we need to be united. We need more unity. And I said, 
Unity is not a good thing if you're united around the wrong values. Exactly. And if we have to stand true to our values, and our values are based upon the Word of God. And anybody that goes against the Word of God, I don't care if they're a denominational leadership, if they're a college, or if they're a political party, if you go against the Word of God, you go against the principles that God wants us to live by, and then I have to speak out against that, regardless whether I have a majority behind me or a minority. Right. You you wrote a book that really deals with a lot of this uh, with Mike Huckabee called The Three C's That Made America Great, Christianity, Capitalism, and the Constitution. I mean, we could talk all day about those. I mean, what is your thought about the Marxist uh, trend that's coming into our country. It, it's all part of this leftist agenda, right? Oh, yes. There, and wasn't it ironic this past uh, presidential election? The Communist Party of America did not run a candidate. Instead, they just endorsed Joe Biden. Mm-hmm, exactly. They didn't, you know, they didn't feel like they needed to run a candidate. So, and a thing that I got involved in in, uh, in putting a PowerPoint together, I could not believe one of the first people who blew the whistle and or sounded the warning on Marxism creeping into our schools that could actually have an impact on our religious groups and everything was 1951 when Douglas MacArthur said that to the legislatures and in Massachusetts. And I thought, wow, clear back in 1951, he saw this coming. And little by little, their goal was, we're going to hijack media, schools, and a political party. And they are well on their way. They absolutely are. You have a a new blog. Tell us about that and tell us, uh, spell out the, the blog so people could go to that. And well, here again, it was just this concept of the culture war. And I thought, this is the way that I can bring out various issues. Uh, you don't have to write, write a book on it because sometimes it takes longer for them to get it out. And I thought, well, if people can follow that, there are some things that I want to bring out as things happen in the news currently. I can uh, opine on those things mm-hmm. and take it from a Christian biblical perspective and uh, give Christian readers a chance that they might be more uh fortified with truth and be more articulate when they're discussing it with other people. And so spell us, tell us the address of your blog. It's feaselfrontline.com, and Feasel is spelled here in Columbus just like Feasel Roofing. There must be some distant relatives of some kind, but it's <laughs> F like in football, E-A-V-E-L, and frontline.com. Okay, great. And so then your book, tell us your book again. Uh, I want to get this out there, the one that's just coming out. Yeah, it's uh, Voting Christian Values, Reclaiming Our Moral Heritage, and that's out on Amazon right now. Okay, that's wonderful. So we're talking... Okay, we're talking with Steve Fiesel, who is a prolific author and uh, lives right here in Ohio and has written extensively with both Dr. Carol Swain, with uh, Mike Huckabee, and uh, has a foreword in his new book uh, by Mike Huckabee. And his his website is uh, visionword.com. So we are talking about what's happening to children in schools and how they're being used as tools of the left. 
you know, all of a sudden, I've been doing this for 25 years, as many of you know, all of a sudden the schools are right in the front headlines uh, in our nation's uh, in our nation's top issues. I've been waiting for that, and many of you have been waiting for that, and it's time for us to take advantage of that and then talk about this and protect our children. So uh, we are going to continue here on Mission America Radio, talking with Steve Fiesel and talking about children and America and our culture. Stay with us here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. We will be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about one of the things we talk about frequently, but from a little bit different point of view, about our, our schools, our children, the culture, and um, how it's all wrapped up in what we're seeing, the transformation and the great divide and how our children are being exploited. We're talking with Steve Fiesel who is an ordained minister. He is, uh, has many multiple books that he's published, and uh, one of them was with Dr. Carol Swain called Abduction, How Liberalism Steals Our Children's Hearts and Minds. And so uh, I just you know, met uh, Steve recently at a pro-family meeting, and we got to talking and have been in touch, and there's so much that he can contribute here to, to what we talk about all the time. So Steve... Let's move on to, uh, I really want to talk about something that um, is a frequent topic of mine, is how the homosexuality and gender confusion agenda is changing our children. How, how has this exploded? What is your, your point of view about how this has exploded in the last 10 years? What's really amazed me is how they're really targeting children as low as in the uh, elementary schools. I saw that there was a book out the other day. You know how we teach kids the ABCs? Well, this book was entitled, it was a picture book, and it was called The Gay ABCs. Mm-hmm. So that there would be uh, a, a uh, letter that would come up, like B is for bisexuality or something. Well, there used to be the New England primer what they taught the things in regard to two christian things like the word s was for salvation and all and uh that's totally been flipped and for them to go at, at such a young age and then i uh, saw in some of my research that there was two hundred thousand dollars set aside for drag queen presentations in elementary schools in new york and i thought taxpayers do you know your your dollars are going for that and it it's not the place of the schools to try to determine somebody's sexual orientation or even to try to change their gender. There was a school in Idaho that tried to work with uh, a child on the gender gender change and not notify the parents on it. To me, this is child abuse, and this is bringing more people over to join ranks with evangelical Christians to to swell the voter ranks of value voters that are going to have a major role in this election. Exactly. I think we are seeing a wave that um, if we have honest elections and the Democrats don't end up manipulating and stealing votes, which I believe there's a lot of evidence that they have been doing and really did in 2020, uh, if we have an honest election, I think it'll be a, a, a real sweep of because people have had it. And that when they start seeing their children being corrupted, 
that's sort of their line in the sand. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about is pornography and the role of pornography in changing our entire culture. And yet it's one of those things that is below the surface most of the time, at least in polite culture, uh, as polite as our culture gets. You know, what are your thoughts about this? Well, I tell you, um, I did a documentary on that about 20 years ago, and people don't know how bad this is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of addictions out there. You know, it's, you know, you shouldn't be addicted to drugs. Drugs are illegal. But in our society, you can be addicted to pornography, and uh, that's legal. I mean, pornography, you could be online and all, too. It's legal to view that. And they say that uh, the patterns of a of a person's mind that looks at pornography, uh, it seems to track and parallel that of a cocaine user. And the thing that really got to me and I found out is that they've even said that 60% of the men in churches nowadays are having a problem with this, and I'm saying that might be one of the problems that we can't get the church in gear to change the culture is we first of all got to do some changing inside our own ranks before we're going to have any uh, change like that. But then also our young men, uh, is this the concept that they're getting for sexuality from what they see on pornography and then we expect them to go into wholesome relationships uh, when they uh, get in full adulthood and and get married? Uh, It's really a serious problem that that needs to be addressed. And and there's only about 7% of the churches that do address it, according to statistics. Exactly. I think you're absolutely right. There's a lot of hidden pornography going on in congregations, and that's why men especially will not uh, take up any of these sexuality issues. I've heard young Christian women, uh, young adult women, say they're having a, a horrible time finding any young Christian men, Christian men, to date who are not already very involved in pornography. Even young Christian men are seeming to think this is no big deal. Do you think that Pornography is drawing, is at the, at the base of an awful lot of the uh, young people being drawn into homosexuality or gender confusion. Uh, they, they just are confused by what they see online and they don't get an, uh, another point of view. Well, I think the Internet has opened up so many different windows and people are looking at that and, and getting into it. And uh, I really feel that in the schools, the reason why they will say... Well, the reason why we just want these people to learn that their people are attracted to this uh, person of the same sex so that they will be tolerant as they will grow up. And I'm thinking, no, you really have got a purpose of also wanting to recruit them into your ranks and to make your your ranks uh, larger. Because basically they have found out, and John Hopkins says, there is no such thing as a gay gene. This is exactly. a thing of choice. There's nothing that, that is genetic about it. Right, exactly. No one is born this way, and no one's born in the wrong sex body, and the research has fallen completely flat in trying to change any of that. We're running up against the clock again. Uh, Steve, give out your blog address and your other website as well. Yeah, the blog address is feaselfrontline.com, feasel spelled F like in football, E-A-Z-E-L. And the uh, website is visionword, all one word, visionword, uh, com, And you can go in there and see different books and all, too. And I have also done Christian stand-up comedy. So if you go to that website, you can see a <laughs> clip on that when I was opening up the funny bar. 
That's hilarious. Hilarious. Yes, literally. I, that's amazing. A side of you I did not know. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. Well, thank you, Steve. I mean, I am so grateful all the time for the people that I meet like you who are contributing to and making their voices heard. And, um, I'm so glad to be able to feature your material. So God bless you. I ask our listeners to pray for you. Thank you. And remember, friends, go to his website and and access this material. This is one more additional person who's uh, contributing a lot to the thought process here and to our, our faith and how we can be a witness in this deteriorating culture. We can be. Do not give up. Do not think, oh, there's nothing we can do. There's a lot we can do. Remember who we have on our side. And remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.